Welcome to the Unintentional Porn Star. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. I'm in bed recording this. I realize that I did not have an episode last week. Whoops. <laughs> Just kidding. I was very well aware of that. Um, what I was doing was consciously resting and yeah, that's basically what I was doing was choosing myself and acknowledging how awesome this month has been so far in January of 2024 and with the rise of all of the good things um, can come exhaustion. <laughs> but like not bad exhaustion. Like I don't feel bad. I just am noticing that I'm, yeah, there's some space for rest that needs to be inserted more into these beautiful things that have been happening. I... I don't know, I just feel like, well, first of all, I've been working on a lot of these things for about five years, and they have been successful in many, many ways. And I want to define success the way that it makes sense to me. And I don't even have, I don't even like have an actual like definition for it, except for when I think back and also look at my present and even into my future. I have moments where I feel it feels right. I feel aligned. There's a sense of purpose. And I look at how many times I chose myself over and over and over and over again. And I sort of, I guess, look at those choosings as success points. Um, every single act was of choosing myself was out of love. Uh, it was absolutely me, sometimes fiercely, and sometimes holding on for dear life as there was like literal tornadoes, like literally was in a tornado, but like the feelings of that as well were happening and I just had to grip on to myself and choose myself no matter what, yeah, kind of what was going on on the outside. And it's so interesting, like, <clears throat> again, there's been so many successes, like, throughout the entire, gosh, we're almost moving into six years now. I can't even, honestly, haven't even thought about how many years. I know it's been five, but I, th I feel like I've been saying five for the past year, so technically, are we not moving into the sixth year? I'd have to think about that. Maybe we have. Actually, I think it is. I think November might have been six. Holy shit. No, I don't know. I'd have to look back. Oh my gosh, September? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, what? Wow, anyways. I think it's been over six years, potentially. Now, I am super 
bad when it comes to timelines because I just, I sometimes see time differently um, or feel time differently possibly. Like it just does not feel so linear like that. Like sometimes it expands and sometimes it goes quick and sometimes it shrinks and sometimes it, you know, I don't know, just it moves differently depending on what's present in my life. Or I just see it that way, I'm sure. Other people can relate to that possibly as well, question mark. Oh, wow. But yeah, I've been working on this for six years and I've had, I don't even know how many messages from people saying like, thank you so much, like you have helped me or you're giving me a voice or, you know, thank you for your support. Like it means the world I'm going through this or having actual victims of online sexual assault come forward over the years and do one-on-ones with them. And it's just been, wow. And now I'm watching, like I've had financial successes as well throughout it, but like now I'm watching it really come through and propel forward. It's so funny saying that out loud, just having the externals really match the internal (laughs) is uh, a beautiful thing, a terrifying thing, and it's extremely exciting all at the same time thriving if you're not used to it it can be terrifying it's new it's something that's unknown it's something you've possibly never really experienced before not that I haven't experienced moments of moments of thriving but they've never felt so secure before in my life um like I don't know, for some reason, I just feel that I'm here. And it's been quite some time. To anybody that is, that has reached out or isn't reaching out or may reach out in the future, all of you is amazing, but to anybody is who experiencing any sort of online or in-person violation, I'm here with you. I've had a few people reach out with online um, sexual assault and abuse of any sort, and it adds another layer of into your life because the internet becomes your I don't even know what to call it (laughs) fear, devil, whatever everything bad and the internet is not only is it everywhere we use it in almost every aspect of our lives in much of the modern world and imagine having a fear of your phone, a fear of your computer, 
a fear of your friend's phone, a fear of every single phone in the room. The violation moves past your physical body and with it being with either one or hopefully not many people, my goodness, and it becomes extended to, honestly, an entire world of people, whoever has internet. That fear is something that I feel like I've been trying to describe and trying to be heard for so long. And there's not many people who understand, or I haven't found them, I've been searching. (laughs) Um, And I've been reaching out to people and I've had made connections with a few, but also others, just the link hasn't come through or I'm not sure. Anyways, it's just, if anyone is experiencing it, I just want to validate you, hug you, honor you. And I want to share that I'm here and I'm grateful for those who have reached out. I'm grateful for those who haven't reached out. I'm grateful for those who have the courage to stand in this if this has happened to you. And I'm sending love to anyone that is dealing with any sort of sexual violation of any sort, online, in person, any of it. My heart goes out to you and I, yes, I want you to know I'm here. I don't know. I actually came on here to do a podcast of a completely different nature. And I'm just sitting here really sinking into the impact that I guess these circumstances can have on ourselves. And also I'm honoring the impact that I'm having for others and it makes me feel I don't know. It's a it's a mix of everything. It's it's I'm grateful that there's someone that they can turn to because I really felt like I didn't know I had nobody to turn to who would understand this. And so I'm grateful that I can be that. And it also saddens and pains my heart at the same time because those that have reached out or have yet to reach out or that may never reach out, but they experience it, they've experienced it. And so I just want to validate whoever you are with whatever you're experiencing, trauma trauma of any sort, really. I guess I'm just taking a moment to be here with you. (laughs) I'm swallowing a lot. I think that I'm working to rest off any potential sickness in my body or ailment or stress in my body. I'm just trying to rest it off and release it. And I feel like it's coming through my throat. Sometimes I feel like I definitely experience a bit of imposter syndrome, for sure. I know that that is a, in quotations, common thing. Sometimes when you start either like finding your voice or another version could be rising up or 
you're finally being heard or something, right? Like anything to do with that, there's a sense of imposter syndrome. And and like I mentioned earlier, with any sort of thriving, if you're not used to it, it's it's just new and it's just can be terrifying. And it's also just new and it's also really exciting. And so I guess within everything that I'm sharing here, holding a level of hope possibly um, if any, and if you're not, I'm here and I'm holding you as you are. You don't need to change anything of where you're at, but I hope I'm inserting a little bit of hope. I remember I did a second follow-up on my post-concussion syndrome years back and, or no, no, my first one was called Hope for the Hopeful Unknown. And it was in an injury where I needed hope to hope because it was felt so shitty. And I didn't, I felt worse than that with my sex tape going online. But somehow, well, I lost all hope. Holy shit, I lost it all hope <laughs> for so long. And that was so hard. But not, oof. If you're losing hope, I'm here for you. I was going to say something else and I was like, nope. (laughs) And if there is any hope that can be here, maybe it's hope to have hope someday. Maybe it's the fact that you've lost hope and I'm validating that. Or maybe you do hold hope and you've got hope for your future. I guess just inserting as much hope in as possible. I'll do it for you if you don't have it within yourself. (sighs) Oh, I remember what I was going to talk about. I guess this kind of all ties together anyways. Over the last two years... I guess if you've been listening and also possibly watching on Instagram, I mean, I have pictures in the bank and I have been taking pictures and I've been trying to keep things up as much as I can. And I definitely in the last two years have learned in the most beautiful way. And it was a bit painful sometimes, but really I take it now as like so beautiful. I stripped myself of just like kind of caring about my externals and threw myself into small towns and middle of nowhere ranches and connected to earth and got back to nature as much as I could. And I just, I, I let go of myself in the most beautiful way. Even, even my, even my shape of my body. I absolutely just was like, I don't fucking care. What matters is that I feel connected to earth. I feel connected to life again. And I've had my moments. I mean, I'm an artist and I do always get little waves here and there, or I did get a few little waves here and there. And there was a a part of me that was also possibly clinging to old parts of myself, possibly. Though I look at myself and I'm like, girl, it hasn't even started to shine yet. (laughs) So watch out, more pics coming soon, I'm sure. I'm not there yet. 
Um, but I'm most definitely sure that I like can see photo shoots and stuff in my, my life again. I just, I love that stuff. It's a form of expression. It's a form of me saying a message. It's a form of so many things. And so yes, future, yes. And I'm not there yet right now. I'm still in a small town right now. I'm getting ready to make some big moves again, um, coming up and I'm getting excited. And within this, this next um, possible big move, I'm realizing how disconnected I am from vanity things. And like vanity doesn't have to be bad, but I just don't know how else to describe it. And that's what I was thinking about today was just how much I just slap on a hat or do the same fucking hairdo every day and put on my comfy ass fucking clothes because I need to feel held safe, warm. And I could give two fucking shits. <laughs> what anybody fucking thinks of me. And I guess even where I am now and the thought of me going to a bigger city again soon really has me revisiting <laughs> like everything, my hair, my like, I guess I don't really wear that much makeup. I hate, I hate the word makeup for some reason, but I guess I wear like eyebrows and mascara sometimes. And I'm like, even having to think about that is like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I do it sometimes naturally, but to do this on a daily basis possibly or think about doing it, which I totally don't have to, by the way, but like to be going to a big city where that's the normal thing again is like getting pretty dolled up. <laughs> Wearing like the whitest sneakers, wearing like things that don't crease. And I'm like, huh and huh <laughs> why do we do this and I'm not going to take away from fashion and people's choices in fashion because fashion's fucking cool fashion is so expressive and it's amazing and it's like it's like sharp and angular and and bright and has a conversation behind it there's meaning behind it like there's art in fashion and I and I see that and then I look at myself and I'm like oh how what um I have sweatpants and flannel <laughs> my hair hasn't been touched for I don't fucking know I barely wear makeup. I barely do my hair. I shower. But like, not every day right now. And it's just like, okay, so yes, I have to think about that. And I'm starting to get curious about that. But then I had this moment where I looked in the mirror. And I might have talked about this before. I might not have actually, but... <sighs> As a victim of, for me, I can talk about both um, in-person sexual assault as well as online sexual assault. 
there's a response that can sometimes happen, whether subconsciously or consciously. Mine was, I think, subconscious for some time, and it became a little bit more conscious over the last while. But sometimes I kind of forget, and then I get reminded. And today was a moment where I remembered that sometimes what we do when... Well, first of all, if we're over-sexualized, like being a woman and we're over-sexualized all the time, it's fucking annoying, by the way. P.S., super fucking annoying. But then when you've had a violation happen and an exploitation happen and a fear from specifically online sexual assault or, and also actually from in-person um, sexual assault as well, is you have a fear of being kind of attractive. You you're you're fearful that the attention you're going to get is going to cause you more pain, is going to violate you more. And so sometimes what we do as victims, and this has been studied, and I'm just also sharing it from personal experience as well, and would love for more support and elaboration on it from anybody. But um, based on the research I've done and the experience that I've had, like you actually make yourself unattractive, because you're like sick and tired of the fucking bullshit and you're sick and tired of getting looked at and you're sick and tired of like, is that man or person going to hurt me? And I just looking at, you know, wanting to doll up again and I actually feel scared. Like legitimately, I feel scared to look good. And as much as I have been posting shit online, like a, like a lot of those pictures, either I have taken when I'm in a really good mood or expressive or it's used from the past, I kind of just use pictures when it, the, it's for the mood, right? Like if the mood is there, I'm like, oh my God, this picture would be perfect. Pull it up. It's the mood. And again, I'm totally going to take more photo shoots again in the future, but I'm just not there yet. <clears throat> and I'm fucking freaking out about looking good, feeling good externally. And I just, having that be sexualized really pisses me off right now. It, it, it really makes me want to like, I don't know if anyone looks at me, I kind of feel like I would punch them and I, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't actually. I'm just saying the feeling I get. But I want to look good again. I, I want to, oh gosh, I have such fun things for what I want to do to my like externals in terms of clothes and hair and 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 things on my body like whether whatever like jewelry tattoos like I have so many things that I want to do for myself and as this like city life is becoming a closer potential again I'm like oh shit like I actually have to start stepping into this like fuck I have to face this and a lot of me wants to hide I want to not have to deal with that. I want to go to the big city and experience all the great things and and I just don't want to do any of that. But it's but it's not because I don't want to do it. It's because I'm terrified of being sexualized. Like I actually do want to do it, but and I don't have to by the way. Like first of all, let's just say this. I am perfect the way I am. I could show up in sweatpants, flannel, all of my amazing vintage signs, which like I'm going to talk about in a second. My hair the same fucking way, no makeup. And I could still work the shit out of city life because my soul is beautiful. And my body is a beautiful, 
functioning thing that keeps me going, works to keep me healthy, and shows up for me so much. So I want to acknowledge that I don't have to change change shit for anyone. I'm not fucking doing this shit for anyone. I'm doing it for me. But I don't want those responses back, but it's kind of a part of it, and it sucks. But at the same time, <laughs> like, <sighs> do we not do it for looks? I don't know. Do we do it to feel good? I don't know. I mean, I think for me, I want to step into understanding this fear um, and that I have enough boundaries now and I can fucking, I have no problem nowadays. Like you talked to me a few years ago, people would be like, oh, she's the nicest person. Now I'd be like, don't fucking look at me like that. (laughs) And I've said that to people, even if they comment on my hair in this small town, because whatever, small towns don't, apparently don't do interesting hairstyles, which like, I just like put a bun on my, like a sloppy bun on my head. And people have commented on it and I'm kind of like, it's not really your place to comment on my hair. And so I have the ability to stand up for myself and I have the ability to say, no, fuck you. And also I'm terrified because I think even even if I had said those things in the past and I did, they didn't get respected. <sighs> so clearly I'm having either like an old wound or a trigger come up kind of in the last little bit here and also on this episode. <sighs> and, I, and I'm here for it because that just means that there's something that wants to be healed more within me and I'm... I'm happy that I, I know this is going to sound twisted, but I'm happy that I'm terrified right now. I'm happy that my fear is here because I don't want to ignore, suppress, or just not know that it's there. I want this to come forward because I want to start expressing myself. I am such an expressive being, whether it's my voice, my dance, my art, the way that I laugh, the way that I'm so loud, sometimes funny, sometimes soft, all those things, right? But like expression. And I want to step into expression. And I also want to step into as much as I can. um, And I have to learn a whole thing about this, but like environmentalism through fashion. Like I, I want to say something. And so, you know, if that's getting either like vintage or going um, to like secondhand stores, you know, like I want to start exercising more and more of that, but I also want to feel good. And so I'm kind of like overwhelmed because the easiest thing to do is to go to a new store and buy shit. I can do that, whatever. I can go to new stores. What Like that's easy. And, and I might do that. I might try to integrate both because I'm just like not a fashion stylist, super overwhelmed. Any of my friends that know this know that I fucking hate shopping. <laughs> I do not like shopping. Um, in fact, I actually like secondhand shopping or vintage shopping more because you find like these gems. So I'm sitting here with all of these things being like, okay, I want to, I want to look good. I want to feel good for myself. And I want to be able to stand up for myself as I look good and feel good. And I do want to start doing these things for myself to elevate my externals to match how I feel internally. Like I feel so fucking good internally Um, overall, of course there's moments I have my days, I'm human. Hello. But overall I'm beaming inside and I'm, I'm, it's starting to radiate externally and I want to show up 
externally as well to show my my myself and my insides that like I see you and and I just want to be me and I am kind of this like wild expressive playful woman who's who's deep and intellectual and and wants to do things you know say things and it's so cool at the same time as all of the other things I've talked about it's so cool that I have this ability to kind of step in in a very fresh new way and take the time to test things out discover how I feel um buy things or do things or whatever um in as conscious of a way as possible and as and playfully like I have to I feel like I have to work with like almost everything at first to see how I can find my way but like I'm kind of a grungy girl I'm kind of an earthy girl and I also have a a fear and it's kind of funny that's not a fear I wouldn't say this is a fear this is not a fear let me let me clarify this I have this thing that I dress pretty um androgynous and androgynously androgynous and I fucking love that. And I love looking like that. I love feeling like that. And then I'm like, like I'm like, well, I'm single. And I have this funny thing where I'm like, I'm single in a lot of, not a lot of people. Some people think I'm gay, which is like so beautiful. I think, you know, being who you love, being who you are, loving who you love is the most amazing thing. And like, for me, I'm so freaking straight that I had, I had this thing where I was like joking around with myself in the mirror. And I was like, any any straight guy that thinks I'm a lesbian is really gonna miss out because <laughs> I give <laughs> dee, 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 dee. anyways I I just really enjoy men and I really enjoy a man and so like anyways I just think that's kind of funny and I can still be super fu- super fucking hot and sexy so it's like all of these things of like me wanting to be sexy I'm single I want to have someone look at me but I want the right and like not you you know like and like I can't do that I can't like select who's gonna look at me or not look at me and so it's just it's kind of like oddly hilarious and also soft and like oh I love you like oh it's okay I got you so it's just this interesting thing of like not wanting to be sexualized but wanting to be attractive and wanting to be me and just like that's my biggest thing is I just want to be myself and I want to be more conscious with my with my purchases and I want to still make it look fucking cool and I'm already overwhelmed as it is with like regular ass shit and I'm like feel like I'm adding complexities but I'm like too fucking bad like this is what I want to do I want to attempt this I want to try this I'm not even I'm gonna I don't even want to try this I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna fucking find my way and um yeah, it's kind of like oddly exciting. I'm glad I'm glad to be talking about it here because I can already tell for me my energy is already shifting more into excitement where I'm like, oh, like it feels so good to share my truth. And now that I've shared the fears, the pain, the the things that are there, I feel like, oh my gosh, I feel alleviated from it. I feel like I can let it sort of lift off and I can go into that and play with it and, and have more excitement around it and just enjoy the joy of it and the all the things the hilarities the flops the good things the like yeah I've had this shirt in storage for eight years and you've seen it again but conscious shopping (laughs) you know like I don't know who else like fucking cares but so anyways I wanted to share that for all of those aspects and I also in sharing that want to 
um, on top of sharing that, share another thing that, you know, that whole thing of me sitting here and this whole thing of actually my podcast of me sharing my story. I'm so glad it helps people. And it, I also hope that, you know, as you're listening, you can see the processing that I'm doing within honoring a truth and sitting with the pain, not sitting in the pain and dwelling in it, but sitting with the pain, honoring it, talking to it or whatever you need to do, journaling about it, whatever you need to do to be able to transmute that, right? And transmute that and shift that energy around it to see the other side. Because there's always multiple sides. There's always at least two or multiple. There's a gazillion sides to something. We can hold the capacity to have all of these feelings happen at once. And I am not about toxic positivity at all, and which is why I think it's so important to honor these feelings and transmute them. And, you know, I, for me personally, I do believe in that transmutation of that shift into um, like your next phase, your elevated phase and continuing to choose that, like elevate, shift, elevate, honor, you know, hold, transmute, sit with, do whatever you need to do, and then hopefully elevate and choose to elevate or have the ability to elevate whenever you can. And if you fall back a few steps also, by the way, like, oh my gosh, fair. I can't tell you how many times I've fallen and fallen and crashed in the last so many years, right? And sometimes we need that. But I hope there's a form of inspiration to really, truly honor yourself where you are at. Tell the truth. Are you scared of, what are you scared of? Are you scared of love? Are you scared of trust? Are you scared of feelings? Are you scared of, what are you scared of? Are you scared of getting hurt again? What are you scared of? What? What are you fearful of? What do you, what's your pain? Oh, that's your truth. Okay, now we can go from here. And in honoring your truth is where your whole body, like for me, my whole body responds. And I go, thank you for hearing me. And then I relax and then I can smile and then I can, you know, and I don't know. So I hope this is a form of inspiration. This is a lot of the work that I work to share within um, my tarot and spiritual side, the one-on-ones that I do there as well. And I just hope that because I know there's a crossover that's happening here and it's sort of blending that anyone that's listening and thank you for reaching out everybody throughout the years um, of those who have been experiencing any sort of online or in-person sexual trauma. I'm here with you. Thank you for being so brave. I'm so sorry for what you've been experiencing. And I'm here. You have a community. We have each other. Um, So please continue to reach out if you need anything. Always reach out for support to your therapist, to any professional, to friends, to family, to whomever, and, and know that I'm here. So... I don't even know what the fuck to call this fucking episode and lying in my bed talking about some shit. (laughs) I don't know. I'll think of the name of it after. And yeah, I guess I will be in terms of the schedule. I am going to honor what's going on for myself. I've been stepping up for a lot and it's been getting amazing and busy So I will be doing my best. I love my podcast. I love all of you who are listening from all over the world. It is 
just the most, I don't even use this word, but I'm going to. It's the most blessed experience ever. And I don't use that in a religious way. I use that in my way. And I'm just so grateful. And I love you. And thank you for being you. Thank you for existing. Thank you for just everything. Everything of who you are. And and you. Thank you for you. <sighs> um... I guess I will do one last plug if you are a if you're listening to this before February 9th in 2024 we still have some space we've sold some tickets I'm so excited oh my gosh this is going to be so good but we still have some space for this one's for women and again for any other genders um please reach out and be like I want this because we are going to be revamping this and doing this and we want to reach who wants to be reached and working with Aubrey with Pleasure Roots she works mainly with women and so this is catered to women and we're so excited I'm so excited to be doing this for women as well the um online three-day retreat unleash your authentic pleasure where we step into you embracing your healing your traumas your your pain, your amazingness, and we're going to do exactly what I've sort of mentioned here. We're going to transmute any pain into pleasure. We are going to understand pleasure in the bedroom and in life. We are going to work to empower you to step into your voice, your truth, your honor, and you and the joys and pleasures in life. Yes. So if you haven't signed up already, visit rebeccashealinghub.com. That's like one way you can check it out. And or go to my Instagram. We want you there. This is truly so amazing. We've announced our specialist. Um, we've got Des Caminos, Nikki Haratitos. I think I'm saying that correctly. Sorry, Nikki. And then we have one special guest to still be um, released. And I cannot wait to share who it is. I think we're releasing it very soon. Anyways, special guests. Aubrey and myself leading it. This is going to be increíble. It's going to be so, so good. Um, so excited to be running it, to be learning through it myself, as well as be have you be there or whoever wants to be there. So, yes. I'm going to head out. It's been nice catching up. I'll see you when I see you, hopefully soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Please visit my website, www.rebeccareinhardt.com. You can find all the information of what I am working on. You can sign up for emails so you can get some cheeky emails from me and updates. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. I can't wait to connect with you. Find me on Instagram, find me on TikTok, find me on YouTube, find me everywhere. You know, let's make it a game. Just kidding. RebeccaReinhardt.com. Okay, bye.